0: riding the fort with fort hamilton y'all ready Episode number 13 of Friday in the Fort with Fort Hamilton on New Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, We did it. We're back. Another week went by, and we made it. We're we're still here. Uh, Amazingly so. Tonight uh, in the Fort, we have an extraordinary talent. um, Another Steven. Another East Coaster. Another East Coaster. You know, in in my eyes, it just can't be enough of us. Um, more than welcoming for tonight is Three Hand Steven. Stephen Cohen, uh, this guy is an incredible multi-talented dude. Uh, just just a force of, of artistic, uh, of tidal wave of artistic talent. He's not only an incredible musician and singer and songwriter, and in a way that is very creative and amazing, and of its own right, this guy also uh, has an art degree. He's a world traveler. He makes his own instruments that he records all these songs on. Uh, he's got an incredible internet presence. Uh, his story is well documented, uh, on his stuff, but, um, you know, you, you still might know, not know about him. He might be sort of unknown to you. I'm here to change that tonight. Um, we're going to meet the man in a minute and we're going to have a great talk, but, uh, I just wanted to take a minute and kind of just prep everybody for, uh, this guy's been doing this for quite a while. He's been doing it under, uh, in, in several countries under a couple different, uh, artistic names and, uh. And uh, he has an incredible story. You guys are going to get to hear that, and some of his music at the end of this. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Uh, my name is Stephen Hamilton. I'm your host every Friday in the Fort. And as we shine a light on not only Three Hand Stephen, but all of the uh, incredible artists in this lockdown uh, worldwide radio community, we find ourselves in in 2020. If you have a story, if you're a poet, or you're a musician, you're a songwriter, you make instruments. You're a tattoo artist. You are a filmmaker. You are, you know, a tap dancer. I want your story. I want to feature you on the Fort Year Man. You wanna get a hold of me at uh Fort Hamilton Bandit Gmail. Dot com. It's FortHamiltonBand at gmail.com. And ironically, that's also how you drop a tip in your virtual tip jar. If you wanted to Venmo me, let's say you were really digging what we're doing and want to support our cause. I don't have a Patreon. Uh, we're not into that whole realm of things yet, but I do have the Venmo and I do have the PayPal and both of those places. It's super easy to find me. It's FortHamiltonBand at gmail.com. Or, you know, I encourage you to pop over to FortHamiltonBand.com. That's the the dot .com that accompanies all of this, and uh, there's a really easy, just a clicky, clickety, click button there to uh, to clickety click, and uh, and that will help you donate in instantly to our cause. And God, you know, I get it if you can't. Everybody's in a weird state of uh, unemployment, and uh, something like 33% of us are not uh, are even even getting anything. It's it's a sad, weird, dark time out there. But there is radio, and where there's radio, there's light. And where there's radio and light, there's community and good people like, uh, like our man, three-hand Steven. And so if you want to donate to our whole cause tonight, that's how you do that. Uh, so enough with the uh, harassment and um, on to the entertainment. Hello. Hello, is this Steven? Yep, speaking. Hey, how are you, man? Thanks so much for, uh, for doing this, first of all, man.
1: Oh, no problem. How are you doing?
0: We're doing really great, man. Uh, can you hear me okay? I'm just kind of doing a little quick sound check as we get going here.
1: Uh, yes, I can hear you. Can you
0: hear me? 110%, my man. Uh, okay. Let me just say what a great pleasure it is to have you, Stephen. Uh, first of all, another Stephen. You're my first other Stephen in the fort today. This is uh, ever. So this is the first time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, okay. You are a uh, also from the East Coast originally, am I right about that? That's correct, yeah. Uh, Rhode Island I mean I gotta say I've been I've been you know living in the land of three and Stephen this all this morning kind of just getting my head around uh, your, your uh your social medias and all that stuff you are uh, and that's another point you really got it together man you you really documented your your journey it, it's it was it's a fascinating thing but for people who don't know I'm glad we have this opportunity to kind of shine a light on you kind of take a minute to talk about your, your journey and all that um <clears throat> so how we how uh how young a man were you when you started you, I guess you started playing guitar first probably right
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I played trombone at, uh, when I was 12.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I, I had a, uh, uh, um, a teacher and I played in the, uh, middle school. We, well, we, it was junior. We called it junior high school then the right, right. junior high school band. And I played a little bit, uh, in the Dixieland band with a friend. Right. That's, that's between 12 and 14. And then, uh, then I went to my aunt's house one day, and she had an old guitar sitting around. When I was 14, I picked it up and uh, started playing, and I knew that's that's what I wanted to play.
0: Right on. and So that's in Rhode Island, yeah?
1: That was in Rhode Island, yeah. That was in Rhode Island.
0: So yeah. t- talk about growing up for the kids out here. That uh, A lot of kids on the West Coast, I find a lot of kids, especially in the Pacific Northwest, haven't really haven't been to the East Coast, is what I find. So talk about growing up in Rhode Island a little bit
1: well rhode island it's it's the you know it's the smallest state and it's called the ocean state too because uh it's only 50 miles across so you can uh you can uh drive across it pretty pretty quick back when i went to college uh in uh massachusetts uh people used to give me a hard time they say yeah i went by your town uh, Went by your state, but I missed it because I blinked. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you went to you went to college in, in Massachusetts. I I lived in Boston myself for a few years. Uh,
1: yeah, I went to Brandeis University.
0: Right on, man. and um, yeah, and so by that point, um, were you um, a little more into the idea of of songwriting yet? Or are you still jam? Are you playing? Or what are you doing musically? By no, being?
1: I was I was songwriting uh, as soon as I started playing at fourteen. I started <laughs> writing songs. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Do you remember? So do you remember the first thing ta- you wrote? I taught. I was. I taught myself. I. I. I got a few books uh, with chords, and and taught, and I would learn a few chords, and then I would take it from there. So I was writing, writing music and songs uh, right from the beginning.
0: That's great, man! Really incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so that that of course kind of lends itself to that same spirit of you you your your artistic side too. So I mean. Uh, for people who don 't know uh yet uh you also make your own instruments uh how How far down the line did this start did you would you have a carpentry background at all or just is this
1: certain- no 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 i um i uh, so I left uh, brandeis in uh after three years and hitchhiked, to, hitchhiked around the country, lived in a few communes, and then ended up in uh in Eugene. Right. Right. And, uh, I went back to school there and <coughs> I, I went to art. I, 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 I got a degree in art, uh, and just by accident, just to fill the requirement, I, I ended up in the, the smithing uh, huh. um, class, the jewelry and metals, uh, smithing class. And that, that, uh, that just felt good. Uh, I just started making pins with musical themes. Jewelry and, and stuff like that, yeah? Jewelry, yeah, jewelry. I started making jewelry Wow. Uh, out of metal. Um, and, and then- You, uh, you were selling that a, stuff too, yeah? What's that?
0: And were you, you were selling those wares, I think, for a bit too, yeah?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, the people, uh, students were buying them in class for me. So, wow, And then I put them up in galleries and uh, uh Art, art shows and things like that. So uh, then uh, um and then I was playing guitar and playing music the whole time and you know I made my first album uh, with my group the Tree People uh, yeah, in Eugene.
0: I, I definitely want to talk and, about that. Um, but I was just going yeah, to say um, are you playing with other you I was going to ask you so you're playing with other people by this point in your art school kind of uh,
1: Well, yeah, well at this before I went to art school um the first thing i did when i got to eugene was i started playing in uh coffee houses and and stuff uh-huh. and then i then i uh, and then uh with local musicians i made my first band
0: now when you when you're playing these coffee houses and stuff who are who are your sort of uh, musical inspirations or sort of people that you looked up to at least or or maybe the kind of music you were trying to emulate or, or is it uh, i mean your stuff is really original uh, have you always had this really original bent on your stuff, or was there ever a point where you sort sort of were like trying to be Neil Young or trying to be you know, uh, you know somebody else? Or...
1: No, no, I was never trying to be anybody. Uh, it's it's always been original. Wow. Um, I was influenced by other people, just uh, you know, be, uh, and I people always say, "What are your influences?" I usually say, "Well, it's the last good thing I heard is my is, <laughs> is my is my influence." You know, that's well uh,
2: said, dude. right on.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but early influences, like, uh, when I, before I started playing guitar, I was listening to a lot of, uh, you know, listening to a lot of, uh, rock and pop music, and I was noticing that the guitar was really driving everything.
0: Now what, so what groups
1: kind like of, the Stones, yeah, yeah. uh, the Stones, the Beatles, you know, uh, Stones, especially, Definitely you know, for uh, sure. and I, so I that's that's kind of one of the reasons I switched from trombone to guitar because uh, I could sing and write songs at the same time. <laughs> and then and then influences were uh were varied, you know, uh, whatever I heard uh, sure. uh uh the Newport uh Folk and Jazz Festivals are in, were in uh, Rhode Island. Oh, they're still there. Absolutely. And uh, the I used to go to those as a teenager. Really? And so so everybody, I heard all kinds of great people, uh, when they were just starting out, like, uh, like James Taylor. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a the, group, there's a group called the Pentangle. The Pentangle, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but they, uh, they had two, uh, really g- great guitarists, John Renborn and, uh, and, um, uh, and Bert Jansch. Wow. I
0: definitely know his names, uh, but I got to dig into it to be honest
1: yeah and later i i opened uh later the tree people when when they came to uh um Eugene the tree people opened for them how cool, yeah okay so John Fahey was another guitarist that I liked as oh, sure when I was young i ended up ended up doing a show with him really uh in eugene uh uh with the tree people later
0: man Eugene is just like that, huh like it's the kind of place where the yeah. locals and the touring national bands really just are. That, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a whole other thing that happens there, huh?
1: Yeah. Eugene, Eugene was a good place for a while to do music, uh, but it was, it was limited in, uh, the other musicians I would meet and, and, uh, where you could play, you know, I played just about everywhere you could play in Eugene. Right. Uh, so move to Portland was really good for me. Cause when I moved to Portland, uh, there's just, uh, yeah, as you know, there's just so much going on in Portland. And I also increased my scope to national and international, you know, so I started Uh uh, playing nationally and I've I've been uh I've done a few international uh performances too. So For sure. But yeah, Eugene was a good good place. But uh back to the uh the the uh making instruments. So after the tree people um uh tree people had uh we had a, a flute player uh um and uh, my main partner in uh, the three people, Jeff Steer played percussion and uh recorders and, right. and when our flute player left he learned flute. He was a really fast learner. Wow. Uh and then we also had a few other people that were with the group on a few albums yeah uh,
0: um so be, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to dip into next. I was kind of dipping into your 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 uh your bio on your in your dot com is great by the way great website but um it says that you, it says that you recorded the tree people record the first tree people record uh in, yeah I, I, like mostly live takes and like over a weekend talk about making the yeah. first record man well
1: um yeah, that was my first album, and uh there was a guy that had a uh a uh, studio in the woods. It was called Rockinay Ranch.
0: Rockinay,
1: yeah. Shout out Rockinay yeah. Ranch. <laughs> a Ranch, and it was uh, it was uh, outside of Eugene in the woods. Uh, not not that far from where the, the country fair is. I don't know if you've ever been in the Oregon Country Fair. Not Rap, not that right, far right. from there in, okay. the, in that area. All right. Uh, so yeah, so we just went in a weekend, uh, and we recorded the whole album that weekend. So I. Everything was in uh one and two takes. Amazing, man. And uh but we had been playing we've been playing all this all this all this stuff. Uh one reason we were able to do that is is 'cause we've been playing uh everything we did in the album, we've been playing a lot that whole year. So you guys are just uh, tag as hell. At local coffee houses and festivals and such. So uh so you know, so we'd already already knew the you know i already knew what we were doing kind of
0: for sure sounds like
1: besides it. that is, is i always uh uh i i don't believe in that if you can that you to get the best take you want to do it in the first or second take you know if it takes more than three takes then you probably should uh, try it another time,
0: you know. Walk away from it, and come back to it. I couldn't agree anymore, man. So in terms yeah. of so that's that's a nice little sidestep there that I didn't even those yeah. weren't even in my notes, but in terms of your process, that's a that's a great re- just sort of overall for recording stuff. But um yeah. that makes me think about your your because your writing is so interesting. How do you how do you when you begin to write a song and now you've got these custom instruments, but you, you sit down and just pluck away or you have songs that come on the wind to you, or do you write about an idea that you had, or, or how do you begin to write one of these songs that you write? Now? All
1: right. Well, first of all, I still finish answering the question about the uh, instruments. Is uh okay. so the first, after the group, uh, uh, after the, the group, uh, split up, we basically split up because everybody left town, except for me. Uh, um, at, I uh, I made the first uh, instrument I made was uh, what I call it sculptural percussion, and uh, you can find it on my website if you look for it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, it's it has a, a wooden rack and has all kinds of uh, uh, ga- homemade gongs and uh, bells and stuff hanging from it. Mm-hmm. And I could get to it as I was playing uh, guitar, you right, know. Right, right, So so, I rec- so some things I recorded mm-hmm. live. And, and I, there was actually no overdubs because I was able to get to the, uh, wow. uh, that instrument. Then, uh, then later, uh, um, when I was in, uh, already in parliament for a long time, <sighs> I just, I just decided, I thought I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to see what happened if I had a three string instrument, you know, uh, and what I could do with it.
2: Sure. And
1: I thought about it. And then, then I, uh, and I realized, uh, I, I have a, a relative, uh, uh, I think he's kind of a half-cousin or something, uh, nephew or something, something like that. Anyways, he he was making cigar box guitars in uh, Austin, oh. Texas. So I thought, that's what I want. So I I had, uh, <coughs> he had already left there to go to Hawaii, but his partner was still making, uh, making them. So I had his partner make me a uh, custom uh, cigar box guitar. Okay. And I just, that, that was just perfect, you know, a perfect instrument for me. So I just picked that up and then, and then I started, and then I made my own cigar box guitars. And then I just started making other instruments, which I'm still doing, you know, still making stuff. Yeah.
0: You just have such an interesting take on the musical process. You know, you're sort of like, okay, I hear a song in my head and it goes like this. And if I just am able to like, you know, strum here and nail this cymbal real quick. Then I don't. This is then. That's what it sounds like in my head, and like it just. It's it increases the idea, the uniqueness, and and the and the imagination. I think that goes on in your in your process, man. It's uh, so evident. You're a real artist. It's it's so great to hear. Uh, you you really thinking outside the you know no pun intended outside the box. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, yeah. yeah to answer your last question uh, about creating songs. Yeah, please. Um, so from the start, when I started playing guitar. I could already hear in my mind kind of what I wanted to do. And then, so part of my early process was just playing, just to keep playing until I could play what I could, what I was thinking, you
0: know, what you're hearing in your head, match it up. Right.
1: Right. Which I can do now. Now, if I have a thought or, uh, you know, or uh, I can play, it. you know, I could, I can play, I feel I can play whatever I'm thinking. So, uh, um. And so when it comes to a song now now I've got these other instruments it well, starts in different ways sometimes I get the idea of the song first and the, sometimes the words come first sure sure sometimes uh sometimes the uh, the music comes first from, from while I'm playing one of my instruments I'll just be experimenting one of my instruments and and the music will come for sure now do yeah. you do
0: you do you just kind of experiment with tunings also as you're doing this or are they all kind of you have a, like a standard kind of three string what
1: was that well i like? the on the on the three string uh, on the cigar box guitars um uh, because i i i keep in the same tuning which is in octaves okay so uh, what are what's all that? the time um uh, and uh cigar box guitars everything with cigar box guitars always comes out bluesier because it just has a bluesier right. sound to it. and you yeah. play
0: that slide with it too so that helps
1: yeah, and uh, and I've I've always had my own way of playing slide too. Right. Uh, years ago, my brother suggested, "Why don't you try slide?" Mm-hmm. And so I just started playing slide, but I I've, I've got my own style on slide. So um, the uh, and then I I have this uh, custom made miniature guitar that I had a local guitar maker make for me. I have another idea I got in my head: I want a, uh, a, a miniature a tiny guitar, and there weren't any really good ones around. That sound, you know, that, that that sound good. There's some kids kids right. instruments, but they don't have a good sound. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I I said, I want a foot long, a half foot wide, and can you do it for me? And and he did. Uh, and uh, on that, I I have a I just fiddled around until I got a tuning that I like. So it's an open tuning, and I just do everything on that tuning. Uh, are Those three strings uh, as well on that good little guitar? No, that's five strings. Five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the miniature guitar is five strings. Cool, and that has a that has a really sweet high sound of its own. Okay. And then the uh, the on um, acoustic guitar has some some things I do sound like they're in open tuning, but they're not. You know that uh, that um, but some things are. I I have a I I do I sometimes I drop down one string. Oh, sure. Or, I, or sometimes I do what's called the drop D tuning which I do a few things in. Sure, sure. Mostly I do everything in standard, but I do a few, every once in a while I do a few things like, to get the sound I want. I, I uh, drop down the tuning. Well, there's no rules, man, especially in your music. Right. That's, that's yeah. Cool. So and you, then when I, you know, as the song's coming together, a lot of songs now that I have so many instruments that I play, and then I got the one string thing that I made. Right. That just has one string. Uh, all right <laughs> one string thing <laughs> yeah. uh so I, so as the song evolves i i uh so i'll experiment with with different instruments see what instruments it sound instrument sounds the best in you know wow man
0: yeah so cool uh so and do you do all do you just, are you recording at home or do you go somewhere to do it or
1: um i when i i always uh now these videos i make now i I do those at home, although, uh, you know, when I can do live concerts again, I'll, I'll, I'll have a filmmaker, you know, right. film the videos. But now I film all my videos at home. The, uh, re- so, so all my latest videos are all recorded at home. Um, when I make albums, I always, I always use a studio cause right. do I figure it's that the studio. The engineer and I—I had a really good engineer for years. Uh, he, he just recently moved to Texas. His mm-hmm. uh, name Dean Baskerville, and, and he, uh, he used to work a lot out of uh, Dead End Towns Studio. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm not. Shout that's out to one of the best studios in town. Okay. And I figured that that uh, the the studio engineering is a whole art in itself.
0: Oh, buddy.
1: And to put the equipment together and to. Uh, Get the skill in doing it uh, is a, it would, is a whole other process that would take years you know oh, so, I, I like so I like working with a good engineer
0: right right well said man well listen uh, on that note um, would you talk to me about the uh the mu- musically at least uh if not uh <laughs> continentally the transition from tree people to um uh, walking willows and the cistern symphony and all of that
1: how that happened. Okay. Well, first there was the tree people. Yeah. Then, uh, then the tree people, uh, we recorded, uh, recorded two albums and, uh, you know, as you see in my bio, uh, they got reissued, uh, they got rediscovered and reissued, um, by companies in Japan and Spain. Okay. And, and then that company in Spain, uh, um, I got back to uh, my original partner, uh, Jeff from the Tree People, mm-hmm. he had moved to Washington D.C. Uh, he, he did work. Uh, he was uh, he worked for Peter DeFazio, who's a congressman for years, mm-hmm. and then he worked uh, for the Bonneville Power Administration. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting transferred with the BPA back to Portland. At the same time, the Tree People were getting rediscovered, wow. so wow. we got together back together, did it and added a, a bass player from uh, a double bass player from Seattle named right. Rich Henderson. We got back together and did a, uh, um, a third album and, uh, the, the company in Spain, uh, put that out. Wow. So and cool. then, uh, it, we, we did, we did, a we did some performing and we made a, uh, some kind of low, we did a little touring, but, but basically within the Northwest. Did you get to go? To Jeff spin? Jeff didn't really uh, didn't really like touring. He's more of a <sighs> go to bed early, get up get up early kind of person. And his sure. touring was not his his thing. So uh, so after we made that last album, then then uh, he he kind of retired from music. That
0: happens.
1: And then me and Rich, the, the double bass player, we made an album together, uh, and we called ourselves the Walking Willows. That's what and we is. played as a duo, and we did a few tours. We did an East Coast tour and a New Mexico
2: tour,
0: oh, and that's we did that album. album. Yeah. got it, got it, got it. That and that musically is like uh, seems a bit of a departure. It's like really, uh, really intense, really deep. I mean, um, I mean, I count on your YouTube uh, some of the uh, uh, three hand Steven guitar songs. Uh, I counted. About at least half a dozen songs that are under two minutes. You got a lot of songs that clock in about yeah. you know fifty five seconds a minute. The quick idea. It's this really original little thing that just pops in your head and it's nuts. And then the and Symphony is this deep, <sighs> heavy layered, obviously really arranged, uh or is it not?
1: Is that like just you guys just flowing? Like what, what's the deal with that? Well that the Sister and Symphony, yeah, that 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 goes on for like nineteen minutes, I think, or something. Yeah. That's
0: intense, yeah. Or oh,
1: fifteen it's minutes. Beautiful. That's in, by Sixteen way. minutes. I think it's 16 minutes.
0: You kids at home, go check that out right now. It's super cool.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's sixteen minutes. So that, uh, so the whole time I've been doing everything, I've always been playing on my own, you know, the whole time. So I made, you know, I've done stuff on my own. I made a Chilum's album on my own and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Cool. The the sister and symphony. um, I've also done a lot of residencies, artist residencies, where you go. uh, I'm outside. uh, I live up in Mountain Park, and I took all, there's all kinds of trails here, so I'm going to walk a little bit because it's a yeah. Do it, man. There's a guy was a leaf blower, uh, okay, working on trails, so we'll get a little away from him. Okay, that sounds good, man.
0: Yeah, I got construction going on all around me. It is what it is, man. Yeah, we'll deal.
1: Yeah, but um, well, Portland is always, and I lived in uh, Southeast Portland for years, and yeah, this Portland is always under construction. It's yes, always seemed like it's always day, construction,
0: even in COVID,
1: man so anyways, uh one thing about uh songwriting comp and comp- composing songs and instrumentals is that i it's and that's where my art background kind of fits in too sure is because i I like to have each piece tell its own story, so when you talk about the things that are two minutes or I have one minute pieces yeah
2: you
1: know? sure and on those pieces that's I feel like that's all I need to tell that story. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The Sister and Symphony, on the other hand, uh, so I was doing a residency. I do these artist residencies where you go somewhere really nice and you create art, you know, you stay there for a few weeks.
2: Right.
1: And uh, you create art while you're there. Well, Uh, you know, um, so that was uh, in Port Townsend. Oh yeah, and there's a uh, artist called Centrum, and you got, Centrum, uh, right, right. Um, and it's all at uh, uh, Fort Warden, which is a state park, which used to be a military um, area. They still have the 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 officers' uh, houses and stuff there. Oh, right, and they and they have all these, uh, and then if you go up in the hills there, overlooking the the ocean. They have uh, over in the bay. Exactly the bay. Yeah, they have are um, uh, uh, these uh, gun turrets. Oh yeah. Uh, that they had set up in uh, one of the world wars, mm-hmm. um, because they, in case we were attacked, uh, they had. But it was never used because no one would attack Port Townsend. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: yeah, totally. I mean. Uh, I mean uh... <laughs> <laughs> my name. We called my band Fort Hamilton, and it's the same thing. I, you know, I lived in Brooklyn for eleven, twelve years, and right down on the water is the Fort Hamilton. It's like, uh, and it's all these abandoned gun turrets and stuff. But it's like, never. It never got used. Same, same story. We were really, really, really ready. You
1: know what I mean, America. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I was wondering about that. The Fort Hamilton. Uh yeah. We're uh, from
0: New York, man. We're all. That's why I said we I'm. A, I'm born and raised on the East Coast. I, my, you know, my my dad's from Texas. So we spent a few years. Uh, back and forth, you know, watching my mom and dad fight about who's, where are going to, is answer?
1: that your original name, Hamilton? Yes, sir. Oh, so that fits in. So the Ford Hamilton fits in.
0: Uh. That's how we ended up with that. I was the, the Stephen Hamilton band forever. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then I reconnected out here in Portland after like 15 years with my old drummer, who's also originally from New York. We played in a band in New York years ago, and it just kind of the one thing kind of led to the other. And there we go, skippity-dippity down the lane, Fort Hamilton. So this is Friday in the Fort, Fort Hamilton, and here we were wrapping the whole circle up over Fort Warden with you up in the woods, man. That's great.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so Fort Warden, so they have all these gun turrets. So you're familiar with that because it's like Fort Hamilton, these gun turrets that are yeah. actually never used. Right. And now it's a, now it's a uh, state park, you know, and they have all kinds of arts organizations there now. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but also up there is a cistern, uh, um, that doesn't have any water in it now. And they, they have it set up where only, uh, only, uh, artists can, uh, can, can use the cistern. So several, several artists have gone down there and I uh, made recordings because the echoes are incredible down there. You could hear from the
0: I can't even imagine. Uh, yeah.
1: So you do everything around the echoes, you know, so, um, so I just went down there, uh, with Rich, the, the double bass player from the walking from the tree people in the walking willows, we went down there, uh, just to, just to try some music and we liked it so much. We ended up going there about two or three times and, uh, recording everything we did you know filming and recording everything we did and uh that's how how i ended up with the and symphony
0: so that was recorded in there i didn't realize that whole connection was like a thing 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 that's amazing
1: that yeah yeah the whole thing was recorded in the cistern yeah wow buddy yeah cool yeah and uh he couldn't bring his uh double bass but he sings too so so on the first piece you hear singing and uh kind of sounds like chanting you know yeah. uh, and he's he's one of the singers in there okay. and then there was a, a local guy who just happened a uh, local musician who just happened to uh, uh he saw that we were going down there and he joined us down there Wow yeah and uh so he he did uh, uh he also blew in he found a pipe down there and blew into that on uh, the first piece, wow, but blew nice. into this pipe. Uh, yeah. So everything, everything echoes there. So, so, uh. so the first piece we did was totally improvised. You know, we just, uh, okay. we just, uh, we just sang and uh, banged on things and blew into things. You know, I was the first piece and then the rest of it, then we came back down again. The rest of it, I plant. I I kind of worked on stuff. The general outline of stuff. Um, I also brought down. We couldn't bring a piano down there. Right. Um. But I I bought a toy piano, cool. and brought that down to the cistern. And and uh, one of the pieces I I play a few. I play the theme on the piano, on the toy piano. <laughs> so yeah. So it was quite an experience down there. Wow. It's not for, and we also uh, brought a. Um, when we came back for the the second time to do, you know, to do some to record to record more music down there, um, I brought a photographer, Julie Keefe. Who's, uh, uh, she was the uh, artist laureate in uh, Portland for a while, uh, just recently, and. Uh, Wow. she she came down and, and she uh, photographed so when you look at the sister and symphony she she took all these beautiful photographs of everything
0: I was going to ask you who took all of it was you I I some part of me imagined because you kind of do
1: everything dude I just was like
0: I bet he took these pictures too but I thought I would ask him to
1: but there it I is. do that now now I you know I take all of these pictures on my phone Right. But when I but for some things I bring in a photographer. I have got a few really good photographers. Uh,
0: it sounds like you know my brother in
1: law on the yeah. East Coast is a great photographer. And when I went to uh, um, Spain, he came with me and and um, I played at a festival oh, in wow. Spain. and He took pictures of that. But in Portland here, Julie Keith. I, if you need a photographer, I'd like. She is great. Wow. She's and she's a real people person. You know. You know. You and you can tell in photographs. You know. She. She. I. Uh, so, yeah, so I had a, f- a photographer come
2: down, uh, a real photographer. You sure um, did, man.
0: And lo- the stuff looks great. So I would encourage uh, you guys, everybody at home was listening and intrigued by, you know, Three Hand Stevens' story uh, to go. Um, you want to tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, um, you can go to www.threehandstephen.com. That's the number three. All right. So, uh, and, and, and as you found out, every, everything you need to hear or see or know is on my website. So
0: It really is. I mean, I, the first thing I clicked yeah. was your YouTube, and there's a bunch of videos that come up. But then I clicked the website, yeah. and I was like, oh... Not only are they all here, but you really artistically laid out the website in a way that you're like learning your story and as you go, here's another YouTube, and here's just a part of the story. You really killed it, man. Your 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 presence on internet online is uh is a lot of creative people don't handle that side of it that well and you you really did, man. So nice Well time. thanks, yeah, yeah. And I
1: did the web the website I, I put together myself. So that's uh and I I see that as part of the artistic process. Yeah, I'm always working on the website. So the website and the other place, other good place to find me if you want to download any of my stuff. The website you can hear everything, but you can't can't save anything, can't download anything. Is go to Bandcamp. Bandcamp, of course. Yeah. So three m Stephen at Bandcamp.
0: And it's uh, the number three, not T H R E E, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Super duper.
0: Well. um... All right. Well, I, I can't. I can't thank you enough for taking the time uh, out of your day to do it. Um, before we let you go, I always ask everybody to kind of: Is there something you, uh, something else other than your music uh, that you want to shine a light on or talk about before we kind of give everybody a little open platform for a couple of minutes before they bounce? Okay. Well, um, yeah. Well,
1: one, uh, one person. I, well, I, I. There's so many people. You know. Sure. Well, somebody I've been thinking about lately is, uh, um, a guy named James Sonberry,
2: okay. who,
1: who he played, uh, he played bass and sang and played a little slide guitar on the first uh, three people album. Um, and you can look him up, look for that. But then after that, he, he was in Eugene and me and him used to get together and play at some coffee houses together. And then he played on that three people first Tree people album. And then he, uh, then, uh, he, um, uh, Can't Heat, uh, yeah. there's a group, Can't Heat, um, uh, their front man had died and they knew, they knew James Sarbay and they asked him to be the front man. So he did that for years. He, he toured all over the world with Can't Heat yeah. as, as their front man. Once again, there's that
0: Eugene connection, man.
1: Yep. There's that Eugene connection. Wow. And then he, then he went to, uh when they were touring in Australia, he met his future wife there and decided to stay in Australia. Had a few daughters, and and played, uh, played with some of his own bands in Australia. And he's he is he's a great musician, one of the best I've played with. And uh, so under uh, he played with a group called the Expats, and he played with Kent Heat. And he had a few other bands. One thing he used to do was change his, he did that in Eugene too. He, he didn't seem to like to keep the same name to a band, which maybe made him less famous that way, you know. Huh. Except for Ken Heat, all his bands would change names, you know. And so he changed <sighs> the name of the band every few years.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: guilty of that myself, God damn it. All right. But anyways, that's somebody who I'd recommend. And you can if you look for him, you can find him, James Thornberry.
0: James Snyder you guys all right shout out James Snyder yeah. well well that's great man um well well done and you know you 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 shouted out other people along the way too the, all your photographer friends and artist friends and uh, yeah. so, it sounds like you got such a really cool amazing community that you that you've garnered for yourself up here um i really wish you the best uh is there anything new we can look forward to in the in the immediate future coming out from you
1: um yeah i'm uh, i'm one of the uh organizers and curators and performers at this, um, uh, at this, um, music and performance festival. That's going to be at Blackfish gallery in October. Awesome. And so it's at Blackfish gallery and it's called, uh, the be about love, uh, performance festival.
0: Be about love. I love
1: that, man. And I'm going to be one of the performers and we have, a. Uh, a really great lineup, a diverse lineup of uh, of musicians and uh, uh, performers on for that festival uh, uh, the whole month of October. So,
0: well, that is definitely something to look forward to. I mean, anything that gets us out and about is something to look forward to, man.
1: And October and we'll that's that's going to that's also going to yeah. At this point, that'll be uh, we're going to record some of the performances at the gallery. But for the most part, that'll be uh, virtual right now. And that's, I've been, I've been doing uh, several festival performances uh, you know, including those open mics where you heard me. And it seems like everything's virtual now and that, that festival's gonna be virtual. That's the new normal.
0: It's cool, man. Well, listen, yeah. I'm looking forward to tuning in and checking out the whole, the whole shebang, dude. Um, I can't thank you enough for cutting out an hour of your day to, to talk to us here at the Shady Pines. And we are gonna just uh, spend the rest of the hour Uh, playing three-hand Stephen tunes and kind of spreading the love, my man. Um, All right. Have yourself a great day, man. And uh, and stay in touch,
1: please. All right. Okay, thank you very much. Take care, bro. All right, bye-bye. This one's called
0: Bring in the Water from Three-Hand Stephen on Shady Pines Radio. Fighting the fort with Fort Hamilton. This is a test. Test.
1: Test. This is a test. This is a test. This is only a test.
2: test. Test. In case of real
1: emergency, turn to your emergency broadcast system.